it's dark out. It was light out. But now it's dark. And now, yeah, you're right, it's dark, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Why do you always have to disagree with me? Well, I agreed with you that time, I guess, because I wanted to see what it felt like. Well, I think there's been a rift between us lately. What makes you say that? Because we've been growing farther and farther apart. Like Almost the earth and the stars? That's right. And I'm the earth. And I'm the stars? Well, you're the moon, technically, because you're big and fat. Oh. And what's in between us? Space. Which has what in it? Uh, a lack of oxygen. And also shiny things called... Stars? Just like a... Constellation Prize. Welcome to the Constellation Prize, everybody. Right, yeah. Steve? Yeah, definitely. Welcome. I'm Chris. I'm Steve. And this is a bonus episode where we do whatever the thing fang fuck we want. Right. And we try to teach you at least one thing every week. And this week we taught you that there are stars between the Earth and the Moon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It's so, uh, scientifically accurate. Yeah, take that, Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, let's, if see, you let's please. see you tweet your way out of this one, Neil deGrasse Tyson, you yeah, fuck. I, whoa. What? That, that got aggressive. Yeah, well, guess what? I'm an aggressive man can be that you're showing that right now <laughs> give me a pe- wait give me a piece of paper um uh, here's, here's here you go whoa i ripped that in twain <laughs> mark twain I, mark. Did, I ripped it in twain inside of mark twain yes yeah, like inside of you it's so called you... the honey i shrunk the kids and then mark <laughs> twain thought i was a grape and ate me and then i ripped the the paper and the rest is in the so, history books. okay so this is a, a, a honey i shrunk the kids as taking place um not in 1986 you know, or something w- wait but i want you to tell me when it would take place when was mark twain alive 1400 <laughs> yep that's yep. right that's when Mark Twain was alive. Yep, before Columbus sailed over here and murdered people. As you know how they say, uh, 1492, before Columbus sailed the ocean blue, Mark Twainy was there being <laughs> cool. 1835, by the way. Nah, I was going to guess. Yeah, yeah. He was born in Florida. Really? Yeah, Florida, Sa- Missouri. Samuel, Sa- oh, Samuel Langhorn Clemens. What? That's his real name. Prove it. Uh, well, you're the one with the Wikipedia. I've d- I, no, that, this is all off the top of my head, man. Oh. Okay. I know, I know, just I'm really good at uh, facts. That's why they call you Wikipedia forehead behind your back. I should tell you something. People call you Wikipedia forehead behind your back. Who? Me. And who else? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Pinocchio. Jesus, Jesus Pinocchio? Pinocchio Thompson. That's his name? Yeah, you don't know, you don't know Jesus Pinocchio Thompson? I don't know, you know JPT. No. You know why? It's probably because he's always behind your back calling you Wikipedia forehead. <sighs> I do not like this Jesus Pinocchio Thompson, and I don't think you should be hanging out with him anymore. I'm going to be honest. I don't really like him either. Oh, well, then why do you hang out with him? I don't. But I hang out with you a lot, and he's always behind your back calling you Wikipedia like forehead. Like right now? Yes, he is. Wait he's, up! Yep, he, he's you'll, gone. You'll, no, he's just right behind you. You just can never turn around at the exact time. That sounds like a cop out to me. It's not a cop out. Is you keep, if you keep turning around, he will be constantly behind you. You're fired. You've, you haven't you haven't noticed him for thirty plus years. You're fired. All right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm done. No one's allowing you back in. All right. You come with me, Jesus Pinocchio Thompson. <laughs> All right. Here I come, sir. He ha ha ho ho la 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 la. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I think that's what he would sound like. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what, Steve? What? We are going to read some more fan fiction today. Fan fiction, fan fiction, fan fiction. We have three extra fiction. stories that we didn't get time to... Uh, we didn't get time <laughs> for time in our too. original episode, so right. we're going to do them now on or our bonus episode. you would have been with us for three hours, hours, A three-hour fanfiction tour. <laughs> a three-hour fanfiction tour. Which means maybe we should, at some point, do Gilligan's Island fanfiction, because I guarantee that exists. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything does. There's Gardenscape's fanfiction. Well, exists. you wrote that. Oh. What? Was there a real garden? Uh, other no, than what you wrote. I actually there... Googled it, and I don't think it existed. Oh, okay. Or maybe it does. Who knows? Well... So, but to uh, jokes aside, you did not find any prior to what you wrote. I don't think so. Okay. I think I like Googled it at work for a second and then immediately X'd out of it. I'm like, I should not be Googling this at work. <laughs> I do just throwing flags at your computer. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's like, we're going to put the Gardenscapes flags because you're not the first person to do it. Like, they had these ready. <laughs> I mean, Austin the White Butler is a very sexual man, and I get it. Get it. Well, I, get I, I think it. to uh, quote your story, um, match three inside me, is that? Is that, that is. Right? That is it. Is that your, uh... All right. Uh. Hey, we got our first story up. We do. I'm trying to pull it up um, here. Oh, that's fine. It's called A Sad Life's, and it's uh, written by Make-Me. Um, I'm, I guess you're wondering what the uh, genre or the, the actual like property Subject. it's about? Yep. Well, it's a crossover between Shrek and B-Movie. So get ready for that. Right, and I'm um, gonna I'm gonna butcher the Scottish so accent. So my apologies. To I'll be doing the, the narration, United and Kingdom. Steve will be all the characters. All right, here we go. Ready? Wait, 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 quick question: What does the B from the B movie sound like? Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, what's okay. the deal with uh, it's me, Jerry Seinfeld? Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> it's good. Kramer. All right, here we go. Okay, and again, I'm reading this verbatim, so you'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if it sounds like Chris is not speaking English, right. he is. He's just reading word for word what's happening here. All right, here we go. Okay. Years ago, Shrek sit in chair. Excuse, please. I can't do that. <laughs> Waiter, drink for me. Waiter nods, but trips on Shrek's shoe. I am Sue. Waiter shouts, angry. What? Drinks that were carried spill everywhere. <laughs> It's everywhere with a W at the end. <laughs> Waters fills store. Everyone die, except Shrek. Shrek cries, filling store further. He walks all over dead friends. Travesty. <laughs> the police come to store. Shrek, they shout. They try to kill him with fire, but alas, this live him. <laughs> Shrek eat fire. Rartg! He burp fire and kill police. He create more. <laughs> it's cry without the cries without the S. Years that is now. Shrek is an old Shrek now. He is twenty nine forty year old and is lonely. No one love him. He starts to do therapy. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Ogre, sir. My name is Barry B, said the sexy therapist. Shrek gasp. He had never seen someone sexy before. His wee get hard. Uh sir, you have a banana in your pocket. Barry says. Shrek says. Oh, yes. This is, in fact. Stop. Do the Shrek voice. I want to hear your Shrek impression. I don't have a Shrek voice. Just do a Scottish accent. I, I can't do a Scottish I accent. I want to hear it. Come on. You tried to do an Australian one. It ended up being good. Uh, All right. So I also want to hear your Jerry Seinfeld. So start over with Jerry Seinfeld with us, or you have a banana in your pocket. Uh, sir, you have a banana in your pocket. Barry says. Shrek says. Uh, I, I can't even. Uh, give me a Scottish accent real quick. Oh, yes, this is a banana. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> no, it's not even. Don't yeah. worry. Okay. <laughs> donkey. Okay, give me a donkey. Yeah. 
Oh, yes, this is, in fact, a banana. They oh. share the banana over toast and the New York Times. So tell me your problems, sir, Shrek. Barry says. He spits a little banana on Shrek because he was chewing with his mouth open. Do not try this, kids. And, but Shrek don't mind. He likes pre-chewed, and then I'm going to say it how it's spelled, Banajanaha. Give that a quick spell. B-A-N-A-A-J-N-A-H-A. I killed dead eel <laughs> Shrek whisper. Barry gasp. Barry say, my wife died year ago. He <laughs> looks into distance. So are you single? Shrek is very hap. Shrek, Shrek say, that couch look comf. Barry agrees. Yes, comf. Do you wish to try? Shrek nod in an ogre way and sit on cotch. <laughs> Barry sexy walks over and sits as well. He does the yawn, Nad, puts arm <laughs> around Shrek. Shrek blushes. Shrek says, have you ever been with a man before? Barry says no. Shrek says, have you ever been with an ogre before? Barry says, yes, exclusively ogre. <laughs> Shrek says, are you nervous? Barry shoves tape on mouth and buries body behind his practice. Shrek lay there for many day he die. Barry is a killer. Barry was also the waiter. Barry's wife was all the police. He was getting back at Shrek, but before they, but before Shrek die, they do one sex and then die. <laughs> Barry gets pregnant and has to raise the kids with Secretary Belinda, who oys a cock rosich. <laughs> they fall in love and get married, but Belinda is arrested for insurance fraud, and the babies hate their dad. He jumps off a bridge in Portland, Oregon, and dies a sad life. The end. And I just would like to clarify, the reason I wasn't doing the voices is because uh, they, he, did he, not stopped, quote. he stopped using punctuation marks <laughs> after uh, Akil dead people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, what did you think of A Sad Life? Holy fuck, a lot happened. I can't tell if he's if it's like real or if he's like being like fake grammar. Here's the thing. If if this is like a case where like maybe English isn't the first language and this guy's just trying real hard, right. I will feel a little bit bad. I don't think that's the case though. I also kind of don't. Um, so my first response is, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> I mean, it was a who done it, technically, right? I guess. I mean, there's quite the plot twist at the end. Right. Barry was the waiter. He was the waiter. But don't you think that uh, Shrek would have noticed that the waiter was a bee? <laughs> Shrek isn't very smart. You know that. But he so but he, he also burp, he also killed the police, which was his was Barry's wife. Right, and that's all of the police was his wife. But right. here's the thing. Let's go back to the beginning here. Okay. Let's dissect this a little. Um, yeah, I'm going to say this in English because it's just easier. Sure. Shrek sits in the chair. Says, uh-huh. "Excuse me, please, uh, waiter. I, I would like a drink." The waiter nods, but trips on Shrek's shoe, which implies that he is big enough and has enough height and mass to actually trip mm, on, on Shrek's shoe. Um, th- that that couldn't possibly happen if he was a bee, unless. Uh, right. Here's the thing: we have never seen Shrek and um, in like the human world, right? We've only seen him in the fairy tale world, correct? Which means that Shrek could feasibly be the same size as a bee. Well, we've seen Shrek turn into a human, right? But it's still in the fairy tale world, right? So we don't know how. Yeah, they, they, I'll, I'll give you. A, also, I'm the waiter tries to sue Shrek from tripping on him, right? I I believe so. He just says, "I am Sue," and then he said, "The drinks that were carried spill everywhere," which yeah. uh, which then water fills the entire store. How does that happen from the drinks? guess so and then the, yeah, there's and then the bee turned into a therapist and was very sexy so shrek got a boner because he's never seen anyone sexy before so how much how much water was 
this bee carrying that it flooded the entire store right. that killed everybody except I'm for very Shrek. confused at the size and scope of this bee. Also, it says everyone die except Shrek, which means the waiter also died, which means he couldn't possibly be maybe the bee. Maybe he was faking. Maybe it was a maybe okay. it was like a long con, right? Okay, yeah. And then what he has children and then they he kills the babies? Was there, I might have missed the children. Part. Oh no, Shrek, well at the end and then Shrek also kills himself in Portland, Oregon. Right. Um yeah, so like I said, a lot a lot happened. Pretty good. I like it. Was, it was one of the best things I've ever read. I'm going to be 95 out of 100. Oh, are you still going to rate them? Sure, if you want. Oh, yeah. I... Oh, no, we don't have. Let's not rate them, actually. Okay. I take that back. Nice. Thanks. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that was fucking weird. <laughs> hey, next up, guess what we have? What? We have part two of the Scooby-Doo fan fiction. Oh, the from weird our drama episode. that was, uh, I believe the title was Vietnam. It was. And so just to recap, uh, Shaggy got a phone call from a woman that uh, his, Let's see, what was her name? a guy he was in Vietnam with had passed away and the wife was calling Shaggy to inform him of it. He right. also then told her that he should be coming to the funeral in Saginaw, California. Right. I th- although I think at this point we don't know that it was a Vietnam buddy. We don't? Uh, no, they, they never they never said that. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, it's okay. Spoilies. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, if you didn't catch last episode, we did learn, and this is confirmed, uh, Shaggy's last name is Roberts. Yes, Rogers. Is it Roberts? Uh, this, this says Roberts. Okay, then that's probably correct. I'm wrong. I don't know. As usual. So, I'll be the narrator, as usual, and... Did you just get a Gardenscapes notification? No. Homescapes. Yes. <laughs> uh... But <laughs> I will I'm be the, the narrator, the you will be Shaggy, and then I'll be the any other characters. Uh, wait, sorry, say it again. You're, you're, you're Shaggy, I'm everything else. Gotcha. All right. <clears throat> that was gross. Part two of Vietnam. Okay. Shaggy took a few minutes to throw some clothes into his old duffel bag before heading to the bus station. One ticket to Saginaw. Shaggy carefully slid a few tens across the counter. Here you are. The attendant handed him a ticket. Next bus will be here in about two minutes. Should get you to Saginaw by tomorrow night. Thanks, man. Shaggy nodded. Shaggy slept most of the way to Saginaw and was half-starved when he got off the bus. Like, excuse me? Shaggy stopped the first man he came to. But would you know what time it is? 4.45, the man replied. Then could you tell me the way to the Parkfield National Cemetery? Cemetery. Oh. Is that how you said it? Uh, maybe. No, I don't think it is. I don't know. Anyway. Um... Looked like food would have to wait. Take a left at the next intersection and go straight, the man gestured. It's a big hill. You can't miss it. Thanks, man. Shaggy shouldered his bag and began walking, and it didn't take him long to reach his destination. Shaggy? A woman in black approached nervously. Yeah? Shaggy gave a sad nod. Sorry we had to meet like this. Come stand next to me. She took him by the arm. There aren't that many people that could make it. Uh, I'm sure they wanted to. Shaggy blinked away the tears. The funeral was a sad affair, and through it all, Shaggy felt numb inside. Uh, Would you come with me to get something to eat? Lisa wiped the tears off her cheek. I I have some questions I need to ask you about Tony. Uh, yeah. Shaggy gave a distracted nod. Sure. Lisa led Shaggy to her car, and they drove to a small diner. I used to work while here. Or here while... While he was away, Lisa shook her head. I was so happy when he came home. Yeah. Shaggy nodded. Well, Lisa took a breath. There's no sense in sitting in the parking lot. Let's go in. 
Yeah. Nagy, Shaggy nodded <laughs> again. Nagy. <laughs> I guess. Oh, shit. Nagy. Shaggy nodded again. I guess we better. The two of them entered the diner and found a table. What can I get for you? The waitress smiled. <laughs> I want everything from here. Shaggy pointed to the spot near the top of the menu. To here. Are you sure you can eat all that? The waitress's eyes bulged. Yeah. Shaggy nodded. I'd usually get more, but I don't have much of an appetite today. And you, ma'am? The waitress turned to Lisa. Just some coffee, thanks. Lisa attempted to smile. I'll have it right out. The waitress folded her notebook and walked back to the kitchen. So... Shaggy sighed. How did you meet Tony? Lisa gave a sad smile. It was my first day in country. Shaggy's eyes unfocused. They started calling for volunteers. I didn't want to do most of the jobs they called out until they got to Dog Handler. I've always liked dogs. Go on, Lisa nodded. They partnered me up with Tony and they gave us our dogs. Shaggy smiled. I had a bottle of mouthwash filled with whiskey and he had a can of tuna and some salami. Thank you, Lisa closed her eyes. I have another question. Well, it's actually a question that Tony wanted to ask but never got around to. Go ahead. Shaggy nodded. He said that you were the bravest man he'd ever met. Lisa looked Shaggy in the eye. Me? Shaggy (laughs) Shaggy began laughing. I was afraid every moment I was in that country. But you still did your job, Lisa's hands clenched. What happened to you? Tony kept track of all your adventures with Mystery Inc., and he could never reconcile the man that would run at the slightest hint of trouble with the man that saved his life. Uh, Did Tony ever tell you what happened? Shaggy sighed. I'd like to hear it from you. Lisa looked up at the approaching waitress. Here's your food. The waitress put several plates on the table. Call me if you need anything. Okay. Shaggy waited until the waitress left. It wasn't anything special. The area we were in uh, was supposed to be peaceful. Nothing had happened for weeks. The first sign that something was wrong uh, was when the mines exploded, and I don't remember much from those first few minutes. I think that's when Tony got hit and when his dog got killed. Then what happened? Lisa leaned forward. Uh, We picked up our wounded and started back to the LZ. Shaggy replied. Then what happened? I looked around and I couldn't find Tony or my dog, so I went back for them. I found Tony by his dog. Don't know how he got left behind, but I guess uh, that things like that happen. Shaggy's hands began to shake. I bandaged Tony up as best as I could and carried him to meet the helicopter. Uh, he he told me... Uh, oh. oh, I think this is you. Uh, he told me you went back for some reason. To find my dog. Shaggy took deep breaths. We were partners and I couldn't leave him behind. I went back and I found him. He wasn't doing so good, so I had to... Tears slid down Shaggy's teak. Well, I, I must have forgotten to tell someone to wait for me because I got back to the LZ just in time to watch the choppers fly off without me. What did you do? I spent the next week and a half walking to the nearest fire support base. Shaggy clenched his hands. I'd never been so hungry or so scared in my life. I imagine, Lisa nodded. First thing I did was eat an entire box of sea rations. Shaggy had a sour look on his face. I just couldn't stop myself. I didn't ever want to be hungry again. So why are the stories about you and Mystery Inc. so different from the stories I heard about you in Vietnam? Something in me broke. Shaggy sighed. I used up every bit of courage I had in the jungle, and when I got home, I put every bit of food I could find in my stomach. 
I just can't stand the thought of being hungry again. I see, Lisa sighed. Thank you. Do your friends know? That I spent nine months in Vietnam? Shaggy raised an eyebrow. I never told them. They didn't notice you were gone? They were all away at their first year of college. Shaggy picked up a stack of pancakes. <laughs> Wasn't until the second that we got back together and started touring the country. Wait, what? Oh. Uh, by that time, there wasn't any point in worrying about the draft, and the gang decided to look me up again. They all figured that I'd spent two years completing my first. You never told them? They'd never understand. Shaggy shook his head. Fred still lives in a world where people never die, and the girls... Well, I guess that they're the same. Thank you, Lisa finished her coffee. Do you need a place to stay tonight? No. Shaggy shouldered his duffel. I'm gonna go meet up with the gang and... To do that, I have a bus to catch. The end. Author's note. I was at the video store the other day, and they had Scooby-Doo on one television, and there was a war movie in front of me. I wrote this so the idea would go away. I don't expect any more parts to ever get written. It might happen, but I have a real problem seeing where to take something like this. In my defense, the original series took place in the 70s, and it's very possible that Shaggy could have been drafted and sent to Vietnam. Steve, what did you think? That was that. intense. Yeah, yeah. There were there weren't any jokes in it. Yeah, I mean that was definitely probably like the darkest, most serious thing we've ever done on this. Probably. Uh, I mean, it's not. It wasn't badly written, right? I think so. Actually, it was like kind it of kind of explains a lot of why Shaggy does what he does in a weird way. You know, I'm gonna be honest. I, I said in the um, uh, like original version of the the review universe portion of this mm-hmm. that uh, I this was the one that I was most excited to like see the sequel of or right. the rest of, and uh, I. It was it was certainly creative. I uh, yeah. it, I en- I think I enjoyed it in a yeah. weird way. I mean, there's a great emotional whoever, connection. Whoever right. wrote it um, wrote additional parts on fan fiction, apparently on fanfiction.net. Um, so check it out if you liked it. I guess there were more. I thought he said he wasn't going to do any more. He did. He did say that. They said that, oh, but so they yeah. actually ended up writing more. Got it. Yeah. Interesting. Did you read any more of it? No. <laughs> I might. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. This is... Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty... St- I, I, I always like when something like, you know, like a, a comedy gets turned on its head and it's like serious or like the, you know, or, or vice versa. You know, you, you see the lighter side of like... Uh, For sure. You know, things like this. I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. The female character was given almost nothing to do. She's yeah. basically just asking questions the whole time. Yeah. Which kind of sucks, right? Is Guys, you- just... Give your female characters more to do. Take it from Chris Mil- Mueller. Why do you always say your name wrong? Because <laughs> it's funny. Okay. Yeah, you, I, I enjoyed that, actually. I, 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 I'm not going to go out of my way to read more, but no. if there was more here, I, w- I would do it. I could see, because Scooby-Doo has done some weird shit over the years. I could see them like with actually... Kiss. What? <laughs> like Kiss, the band. Didn't they, like, tour with Kiss? Yeah, they. I mean, they did some weird shit. They had, like, um a show on Cartoon Network. I think it was called Mystery Inc. But it was like serialized and it got like really intense. And I think at the end of the series, I ended up fighting like Satan. Really? Yeah. Or like this ultimate demon or something like that. I was actually looking at it on Wikipedia because I was really interested in where it would go. Huh. But, and then they, I mean, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Do you remember that? I vaguely, I mean, like I remember it, but I remember what it was about. It stands out to me because, you know, Scooby-Doo's always like, it's a guy in a, in a mask or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. They go to Zombie Island and the whole thing is like, they find a zombie 
and Fred's like, oh, it's just a guy in a mask, and he rips off the zombie's head. Holy shit. And then they get started getting chased by zombies, and the threat is very real. That's fucked up. I know. Do any of them die? Probably not. No. No. Of course not. But, but yeah, there's been some weird things with Scooby-Doo over the years, and I, I could honestly see this being done. Yeah, I, I could Probably do. with a little more jokes, though. Yeah, I would watch it. Would you watch it with me? You know, this is, this is uh, yeah, I would. Would you watch it with me and some popped corn? Yeah, sure. Would Th- you eat the popcorn? No. What if I put motor oil on it? Easy. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Good. Wait, what? Yeah. Sorry, uh, you're trying to say I something. see Wes Anderson directing this. <laughs> I can see that. Right? And like Owen Wilson is uh, is is Scooby-Doo. No, Luke Wilson is Scooby, is Shaggy-Doo, excuse me. Okay. Um, I say get your Wes Andersons out of here because I want to see Mick G direct it. Who? Mick G. You're going to have to tell me. He's a shitty director, (laughs) in my opinion. And his name is MCG. Mick G is what he prefers to go by. What what has he made? That can give you enough information about the type of person he is, right? I guess. What? um, He doesn't like to spell more than three letters, I guess. What what has he done? Um, He did Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle. Okay. Terminator Salvation. Mm. Um, We Are Marshall. Okay. He does a lot of, like, uh, TV shows i guess um yeah weird right i always like that um one of the svu i think it's like producers executive producers his name is speed weed really yeah it's real <laughs> speed weed yeah. terminator salvation Which this means that? war i don't fucking smash mouth all-star he directed the video short oh so he's a genius uh he directed sugar ray every morning bare naked ladies one week i stand pretty by fly genius, for a genius, white guy genius. fastball the way genius. why can't we be friends genius. by smash mouth sure sublime genius. santeria holy shit i didn't know he directed all these uh videos that look exactly the same yeah yeah it's very <laughs> he's a very early 2000s uh style, style with like the camera looking down 90s. from the top and an angle and people oh, dancing yeah. around cars yeah that's uh, really weird. His full name is Joseph exactly. McGinty Nickel. McGinty's a middle name. But you can call me McG. Fuck you. Is it Joseph McGinty Nickel? Yeah. So when he leaves and returns, do we say um, Nickelback? <laughs> All I right. You. I hate you. I know. Hey, McG, I'm checking out your Nickelback. Shake it for me. Bow, chick, chick, bow, chick, bow, chick, chick, bow. Five chick. pennies fall out. Ching, 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 ching. And that's how change gets made. <laughs> In real life. Uh-huh. Only only McGinty can do it. Hey, Steve, we got one more fan fiction. Oh, boy. What is it? This one is a Big Bang Theory fan fiction. Shut the fuck up. Okay. And I will give a warning right up front here. It okay. is a slash fiction. Um, so it is adult fan fiction. And unlike the ones we've read so far, even the Gardenscapes one, this one gets pretty graphic. Um, oh. So... Just a warning if you don't want to listen, but I don't can't imagine anyone. What, what kind of graphic? You'll see. Well, I think if, we, if we're giving a warning, we should sexual, warn sexual. Oh, okay. Yeah, very gets very sexual. Okay, and um, for for context, uh, I have not seen this other than the title. <laughs> All right, um, oh. Steve, we haven't figured out who we want to read. Um, I, I think I'll be short nerd. Uh, I don't think he's in this. Oh, I think you should be Sheldon, or should I be Sheldon? Who who is in it? It's Penny and Sheldon. Uh, whatever. Who do you want to play? I'll be I'll be Sheldon. Okay. I guess I'll be Penny. Use my same voice as last time. I can be Penny. No, no, it's okay. What do you want? What do you want? You <sighs> found this. Um. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I'll do be. I'll be Sheldon. Okay, sounds good. And is there narration? There is narration. Do you want me to take I, it since you did the last one? Yeah, sure. All right. Okay. Um. So the, I'll I'll do the top real quick. Okay. The name of it's called the Snow Cone Titillation. It was written by Canto Devil. The description is Sheldon wants Penny to make a snow cone now. This is my first adult fan fiction ever, and is also unbated. Sorry for any mistakes. Uh, I don't know what unbated. I was means. okay. That's what I didn't ask. Do you think it's yeah. like uh, like unbeta mailed? Uh, no, unbeta like beta testing. Oh, okay. So she, oh. they probably just published it without any like uh, editing or something. But it's not like oh, I'm an alpha male and I took all the betas out of this. No, because uh, you and I are al- the only two alpha males in the in the world. Yeah, that's right. You hear that? Everybody else muscles. I agree. Check out my creatine sweats. Punch me in the throat. Come on, come on. Punch. Ah, that didn't hurt. I know. I can tell by the blood. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. The Snow Cone Titillation by Canto Devil. Here we go. Um, and you're Sheldon, right? Yep. It. Uh, oh, double sided. All right. Yep. Uh, it was Monday Thai food night, and the boys were all watching another run of Firefly, this time with Joss Whedon commentary. Penny had come uh, had come over to steal Sheldon's me crab. I don't know what that is. I feel like this is a nerd thing, science thing. Uh, she knew uh, she knew there was enough since. Okay. Oh, it's probably a food. Thai food. She yeah. knew there was enough uh, since Sheldon knew to order double, as Penny would not be deterred from stealing from her boyfriend's plate. Does she date Sheldon? No, not in the show. But there's a lot of fan fiction about it. Interesting. The room was darkened to allow everyone to fully enjoy the sound of Mr. Whedon's storytelling skills and visuals of the computer-generated uh, computer-generated imagery Firefly had to offer, according to Sheldon. Penny, I'd like a snow cone from the Snoopy snow cone maker, Sheldon requested suddenly, his blue eyes glinting from the glare of the TV. Penny looked at Sheldon strangely. He normally didn't trust others with his food. Then again, they had been dating for three months now. Shrugging, Penny was more than happy to do something that he rarely allowed. Sure, sweetie. She, I don't know. She stood up and walked over to the fridge, pulling the snow cone maker from under the cupboard and grabbing a few trays of ice cubes from the freezer. She was about to put the ice in when suddenly she jumped. She felt something hard against her backside. Oh, why did I choose this? Why did I choose to be the narrator? I, sh- I didn't think ahead. Here we go. <sighs> Fucking balls. All right. Uh, Sheldon had crept up behind her, gripped her hips, and ground himself against her, his breath hot on her neck. Sheldon, what the hell are you doing? Penny hissed. I have Googled ways to add variety to our coital activities, and exhibitionism seemed like it was a popular choice. Given your sudden elevated heartbeat and heavier breathing, I gather that you're enjoying this. He smirked. There were no air quotes this time as his hands were otherwise preoccupied, slowly moving up her ribcage. She gasped, Jesus, she gasped softly. (laughs) Chris is losing it. She, She gasped softly as his hands cupped her breast. Breasts. Green eyes widened as I, I keep moving the paper, so I can't make eye contact. Green eyes widened as he licked a slow trail up to her ear and blew lightly. Sheldon, stop! The guys can see us. Her eyes frantically searched the darkened room for any notice of what they were doing. Her body simultaneously shuddering from the feeling of his tongue in her ear. All right. They are currently preoccupied with Morena Baccarin's assets on TV. He squeezed. Though I doubt her assets would be as soft and delicious as yours. Penny gave an answering moan when he tweaked her nipples under her loose shirt. Christ. (laughs) Hey, are you guys okay over there? Leonard's voice called out, still distracted by what he was watching. Yeah, we're cool. Penny tried not to stammer. His hands started to trace her curves downwards, leaving a blazing trail in its wake. We are (laughs) definitely... We are definitely cool. Sheldon agreed, a trace of smugness in his voice. Sheldon, what? Oh. 
Her voice. <laughs> that's probably not the right way to read it. No. Uh, her, <laughs> her voice drifted off as she felt something cold and wet on her inner thigh under her skirt. Fingers held an ice cube steadily as it made its way higher, sliding over the silky fabric of her thong. Good God. It was adding the moisture already gathered there. That was me, not the misspelling. <laughs> the ice cube was cold and nearly painful, but pleasure overrode the pain to shoot tingles up her nerve endings. Not being able to control herself, she arched back into Sheldon as her toes curled. <laughs> Start making the snow cones, Penny. Sheldon demanded sternly, his voice not giving away that the ice cube in his left hand was slowly circling her bundle of nerves, what? whilst his right hand was slowly sliding in and out of her. What? <laughs> bundle of nerves? Whole hand, good God. <laughs> Penny nearly came at the sound. Oh, Penny nearly came at the sound of his lecturer's voice. She knew that he knew. Uh, excuse me. She knew that he knew how. You're getting that hot voice, bothered over there. I, I, I can't tell my K's from my H's. She <laughs> knew that he knew how that voice affected her, and he uses "affected" correctly. Good mm-hmm. for you. Damn you, Sheldon! She whispered furiously, whilst trying to hold back more moans. She could feel the <laughs> familiar heat start rising from below. It wouldn't be long now. The snow cone maker started to grind, and Sheldon took this as a sign to pump faster. (laughs) Penny couldn't help but ride his long, dexterous fingers. Come. Just one word. (laughs) You like a crack in my voice? I did. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Just one word from Sheldon, combined with the fact that the boys were only a few meters away, triggered her release. Waves of pleasure running through her body and convulsing over his fingers. (laughs) All right. He groaned at the milking action. What? Fuck. He Milk. groaned at the. That's what it says. He groaned at the milking action as he imagined being inside of her right now. Penny relied on Sheldon's strong arms to keep her slumped on the counter and not on the floor. I would argue he's not strong. Sheldon craned his neck, stared at her, and slowly licked his glistening fingers before commenting, "This will make a nice addition to the topping." Oh. Uh, hang on. Uncrumple this paper. Keep from going. Rest. We're almost done. We are. God damn it. Penny's blonde hair was plastered to her face, and she was trying to regain her breath. She flushed at, flushed at the sight of his sucking and felt desire pulse through her again. She was looking forward to outdoing him in suggesting new sexual activities. She wasn't a big old five for nothing. I don't know what that, know what that means. Um, uh, returning to their seats, Leonard noted, uh, Leonard noted Penny's red face and asked, Are you feeling okay? Yep, making snow cones is hard work, she replied with a squeeze of Sheldon's leg and a satisfied smile on her face. (laughs) I never knew that that could make me so happy. (laughs) Me reading that? Yes, because you hated it so much. Didn't love it. You had to read. Oh, God. That was, I I hated it as well, but (laughs) it was amazing in every single way. So how do you feel, Steve? Weird. I don't think it was as explicit as I thought it was. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It was just like weird word choices. Right. Like mound, bundle of nerves, I think, was one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I ripped up the paper. They said cloaca uh, at one point. Did they? No. Oh. <laughs> hey, what? That would have been weird. Um, it, uh, it was just weird. Because, I, I, I mean, I've only seen two episodes of the show, right? So I'm just yep. like picturing the very little of, of what I know and... Yeah, the, the internet seems very obsessed with Penny and Sheldon being together. Why? Well, I guess in later episodes, like, they have a kind of a fun relationship. Okay. Um, but 
I don't know. I guess that's what, you know, the internet does. They just love putting people together. And she dates Leonard eventually, right? She marries Leonard eventually. In Euler. In the show? Mm-hmm. And in real life, too? And they divorce in real life, oh. which makes it even more awkward that they're like a, a couple in real life. Huh. Uh, what was yeah. your favorite part? Uh, let me reassemble this real quick. Okay. Was it a... I, I I don't really understand why what the snow cone had to do with anything. He's just getting her out of the room, and yeah. But and the, if you watch the show, the kitchen is attached to that main room. Oh yeah, and I guess maybe he just wanted ice. I, I hang on. <laughs> I'll tell you my favorite part. Okay, the fact that they have a, a snow cone maker in the shape of Snoopy. Oh yeah, maybe that is a thing in the show. I don't. Think I can I see that being a thing. Yeah, that's probably why. I wonder where it comes out. Uh, out of Snoopy. Yeah, like his nose. I think they... Are you going to say butt? Don't say butt. No, I was going to say underneath his... Like, they must have sliced open his neck Throat. because it comes out of there. Holy shit. I don't make the rules. You make the snow cones. Uh, yeah, what if what if uh, you and I were Penny and Sheldon? Uh, in this story? <laughs> no, in, in the show. I don't understand the question. Like, what if I was a girl who worked at the Cheesecake Factory? Yeah, what would, what would you do? Go go to my shift and work for tips. What if Leonard is uh, what if Leonard was Brad Pitt? Would you marry him? Uh yeah. What if he was Clint Howard? Mm, who's that? Clint Howard. Yeah, it's Ron Howard's brother. Who's like balding. oh, kind of funny looking. Yeah, like I mean, he's known for being funny looking. Yeah, yeah, sure. What about Steve Buscemi? Yes. Uh, what if it was uh. Kaylee Cuoco. The girl who actually plays Penny? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And you were Penny as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, what if it was me as Sheldon? Did you marry me? But you're Sheldon? <laughs> like, you were the character of Sheldon, but it's you, not that guy, Jim Parsons. Yes. Maybe. What if it was Jim Parsons? Yes. Why? He's cool. Because what? He's cool. You'd marry him because he's cool? Yeah, he's got strong arms. I mean, didn't I think a lot of people. I find a lot of people cool, but I wouldn't marry them because uh, of it. Ray Charles. <laughs> what? Would you marry Ray Charles? Uh, oh, living Ray Charles. I'm not trying to be grim here. Okay. No, probably not. Um, Duke Ellington. Who's Duke Ellington? Uh, jazz guy. Why, why, why are you doing all they're jazz cool. Guy? Oh, you're going cool. Okay. By the yeah. definition, like the old definition of yeah. it. No, probably not. A Harley Davidson. Uh, a motorcycle Harley Davidson? Yes. No, I would not. Um, an ice cube, not in this story. Yes, because uh, I would, I would then put life insurance out on the cube and then go kachang when it melts. A cucumber. Um, no. Um, a a Q-tip. What about a cucumber tip? Yeah. Yes. Wait, wait. How did we switch the question? <laughs> I'm asking you now. Oh, uh, flip that script back on the Steve. He's gonna ask me if it's a cucumber tip. What was the line you wanted me to to say in our in our in our uh, previous review universe introduction? What? Oh, <laughs> let's, I, I think let's we can recap this. You know what? I, I've I've come too far. So you got to give context first. Sure. So give it. Oh, uh, I don't have my intro handy. So we wrote the introduction for our previous episode, fan fiction, and uh, w- you, we usually collaborate, and I write stuff, and you write stuff, and we mm-hmm. delete stuff that we don't like. And um, there it was works a out line. really well. I will say that. What it works out really well. Sure. And uh, write and then, everybody. <laughs> write to us, please. But I did us. write the line for you. Uh, I jerk my little ding dong. 
<laughs> in, re- in regard to the slash fiction, which yes. as a as a just slight refresher, what you just heard was slash fiction. So Chris wanted to make you guys think of me jerking my little ding dong <laughs> to that story. I just love that phrase. Jerk my little ding dong. Yeah. There you go. You you've, you've achieved your dreams. <laughs> I bought oh, you a I'm present gonna, today. I am going and... to take that out of context so many times. Oh my god, this is gonna be a sound bite now. Isn't it? <laughs> yes. Finally. Oh god. <laughs> Thank you. It. Thank you for doing that for me. Jerk my little ding dong. Happy birthday to me. It? Even though it's yours coming up. It is mine coming up. It's gonna be fun. Okay, I think we're done. <laughs> I think we're done. Hey. Hey, guess what? Send it up our tubes if you have stuff for us to review. Um Contact us at Twitter and Instagram and at ReviewUniversePC. Email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. Facebook at the Podcast. Phone number 805-REVIEW-POD, R-E-V-U-P-O-D. Rate and review us on iTunes and Spotify. And our art was done by Sterling Martin. Yeah. Uh, Steve, what do you think about uh, jerking your ding-dong? I am not going to answer that. Why? Because I don't need to give you any more sound bites. What about, would you jerk your little ding-dong? Wait a minute. What? My turn. What? Again, you wrote this. Uh-huh. You had to think about me jerking my little ding-dong. <laughs> you thought about it. <laughs> this is the weirdest episode we've ever done. Test, test. This is Chris, and I'm testing. Now it's a Steve testicle. Steve, what? What? Yeah, <laughs> I guess it is. It's my testicle turn. <laughs>